Inane rambling about songs no one's heard. Who out there wants some inane rambling? Come and get it while it's fresh. Welcome to our world, won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess, still happen now and then. Oh, that's lovely. Hi, Steve. Hi, Giles. How are you? I'm all right. It's good to, good to speak to you again. Here we are again in this old Johnny Domino. We'll be very quick talking about the point of the podcast because we've got a lot of stuff to get through. Basically, 30 years ago, we recorded a lot of songs in various lineups of bands, and we are listening to them now with fresh ears, older ears, and we are going back and we're reappraising them, and we're talking about all the little memories that are bubbling up. We are, and it's been quite fun at the moment. It is. We're, we're on episode number... Lucky 13. 13. This is Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Mm -mm. Right. Exciting. Exciting. Can I just say thank you to people who've been getting in touch with us? It's great. Keep doing mm. it. And related to that, we have a new feature today. Yes, we do. A couple of episodes ago, I made the mistake of sharing possibly one of the most embarrassing pieces of music we ever recorded. That was Hot Sex Mama by The Dirty Shades. As part of sharing that piece of music... We kind of had the idea while we were talking to say, if there's anybody out there who's got some tapes festering underneath their own beds, let's share them. It's a safe space. Yeah. Two days, two days after that episode went live, we got our first submission. Yeah. And it's been a slight, slight avalanche ever since. The fact is, it's somebody I've never met. Yeah, it's good. It's somebody who knows somebody who I used to work with. Hello to Mark, who I used to work in a record store, and I've mentioned that I worked in a record store before, but I didn't mention the name of it, and Mark was quite cross with me. So it was Virgin Megastore in Derby. Mark and myself, we were the overlords of the jazz room, which, jazz. Was, a, which was like a separate room off the main floor of the shop, mm. and it was air-conditioned and soundproofed. And it was a beautiful kind of oasis where you could just avoid the chart music and just play whatever you wanted to. The jazz room. <sighs> it was It was... Possibly one of the happiest I've ever been. I'd like to live in a jazz room. Well, so anyway, get on with it. What we, what we, that, what was the point of that? Keep okay, going. The whole point of it was that um, Mark had passed the podcast on to his friend Leon, and Leon said rather foolishly, "You asked for any old tapes of songs recorded back in the day." So I've attached a recording of an original song from my old band, which was called Uncle Sham. Now, Uncle Sham. We're in Derby, mm. and from conversations that I've had with Leon through our Facebook page, he was moving in the similar sort of circle to yeah, us. But I'd never I, heard of Uncle Sham. Never heard of them. I don't think he ever heard of the Millers or Johnny Domino yeah. or anything like that either. So it's just, you know, ships passing in the night. There but go. there's a lot of people that we kind of know in uh, in common. Yeah. So anyway, right, I think what we're going to do, we've been prompted by this and other things that people have sent and we're gonna we're gonna turn this into a new feature mm -hmm. 
in the podcast, right? And uh, we're going to call it, I need some echo on my voice now. I can sort that out. The Eternal Hall of the Four-Track Gods. That's, that's inspiring. And there is a prize for people who submit their musical wares to go into the Hall of the Four-Track Gods yes. or whatever it is you've just called but there it. There is some jeopardy here because if, if we okay. so decide... We can not admit it into the eternal hall of the four track gods, and we could just make them put it back under the bed, put them back put under it the bed, back under the bed. But I think because Leon has sent some music, he might be in there. I think he's on to a pretty much a sure thing, seeing he's the first one. Yeah, but we'll have a listen to it now. This is a song by Uncle Sham and it's called The Gallery. I like about the guitar solo is you can actually hear in various sections you can hear he's obviously overdubbed the guitar solo yeah. but you can hear the original take underneath That's nice. I quite like that it's a nice little bit of lead through yeah. nice little detail now we ended up chatting backwards and forward Leon and myself and as I say we've got a lot of contacts in common and he plays in a band called Rain Dogs and he's talking about this the drummer in the band and Leon said he's a guy called Graham and we formed our first band together, aged 15 or 16, called Nice Trombone. Okay. That's a, that's a really good name. It's a great name for a band. And the description afterwards, he says, we attempted to play hardcore 70s jazz funk. These are aged 15 or 16, playing hardcore 70s jazz funk like Return to Forever or Mahavishnu Orchestra. Yeah. So I immediately messaged him back saying, I'm going to need to hear some of that. I'm kind of intrigued by that because the the last song that that, that was on the gallery, yeah. right? I yes, thought that yes. was good, but it was perhaps a bit too good. It was a bit too good yeah. in a way, really. So I'm 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 excited to hear this next one uh, because it, it promises it promises something, doesn't it? It does promise something. Now this is let me just get the name of it. Now do you want to hear Ethel the Frog? Or Faz Junkies. Oh, that's too hard a choice, man. Okay. Well, let's have a little bit yeah, of each, okay? Now, this is Ethel the Frog by Nice Trombone. 
Oh yeah. False start. Oh nice. This is Ethel the Frog. This is Ethel the Frog. Yeah, you can sort of hear by a nice trombone. The Ethel, I was thinking that. I was going, Ethel the Frog. Ethel the Frog. Right. That's I hear nice. it in the fast But I did like that. That yeah. one is that is a definite, that's the sort of thing we want. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is this is Faz junkies because like like us, they like to spoonerism yeah, at the time. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Oh, like listen to that. Now, can I just point something out? That is the whitest funk. <laughs> yeah, but in Ilkeston, in in the late eighties. Nobody was forming a jazz funk band, no. right? No school kids aged 15 or 16 were forming jazz funk bands. No one in, was forming a band. But if they did, it was some kind of lackluster indie band. Where, where, which school is this that has this kind of level of jazz funkery? So that's nice trombone. That's nice. And... I mean, to be fair, when he sent that over, he said, it's more of a jam. I've cut it short as it goes on for fucking ages. And I was losing the will to live after minute eight. Can you send me that over? I might, yeah, I might enjoy that. that like, yeah. On a different occasion, yeah. perhaps. When it's appropriate to listen to an eight-minute eight jazz funk jam. I don't have the whole eight minutes. I think he got tired, kind of digitizing. I think I need it. it. Well, I'm, well, I'll get in touch with him and see what he can there send me. I'll, I'll send him back into the that archive. That last one, but, uh, that last one got me. That one is definitely going to be admitted into the halls. Yeah, yeah that one's good. Yeah. But uh, I agree with what you said. The first one's a bit too good. We shared something which was really rank and terrible, and we want more of the same yeah. so we don't feel quite so bad. But, you know, who's forming a jazz funk band at the age of 15? Well, we, we definitely couldn't. Absolutely not. Not a cat in no. house chance. But that was nice. I enjoyed that. Yes. Thank you so much for sending those recordings in to us, Leon. Yes, thank you. So so appreciated. Yeah. And other people, send us some more. Share. I will just say one more thing about them. Since going back into his archive and listening to these songs, he's created a Bandcamp page for Uncle Sham. And the thing is, I don't think he's even done because he says, drawn together from the seminal late 80s bands Nice Trombone and the Spaghetti Roods. That's another band. It's another band. Who are they? I want to hear them. <sighs> yeah, we might need to hear some Spaghetti Roods as well, Leon. But let's give some other people a chance. Yeah. So if you're sitting at home and you're thinking, I'm going to send a tape in, please get in touch with us uh, through whichever way you can, either through our Instagram channel or through Facebook. We want to hear some stuff that's festering underneath your it's bed. It's like group therapy or some kind of exorcism. It's a safe space. Let's just lance that boil. Whew. Where do we go now? Let's get back to usual business. And we're mm. going to put a head-to-head together today. Of yes. Two, two Titanic tracks from the Johnny Domino. And 
Only one of these, only one of these, Steve, can only be admitted onto the mixtape of best of Johnny Dormer. Yes. And I think this could get nasty. Uh, no. So yeah, sure. Well, you wait. You wait. <laughs> you wait. Okay, all you right. hold oh, your right, horses okay. there, right? Because I think you might right. be in for a surprise. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Whoa. So, it's a bit strange. We've traveled through time. And we yes. appeared again on a completely different day. Uh, and it seems very strange. Why has this happened, Steve? Technology failed us. So we, that, that was basically yeah. it. Yeah, technology failed us, and we were recording. Then it just stopped yeah. working. We've we've had to record the first bit of this episode on one day, and now we're recording the second bit on another day. So we'll see how that goes. It's going to be interesting because mm. uh, we've, cha- we've changed our voices slightly. And is this fact interesting for listeners? Yes. Let yes, us know. I think it is. Right, next song is by Johnny Domino. And we're going to have two tracks against each other in this episode. Uh, The first one is an epic early country rocker called Earth. Now, this is from the first batch of songs we recorded as Johnny Domino. And this is probably one of the first songs we, we recorded under that guise. We recorded this at our friend John's house. And for this recording, our mate Albert, we've mentioned before, was in the room but not playing anything. And John was playing the drums, and he had a, a very groovy stereo mic. And I think we might have borrowed it off him after this recording because it sounded really cool. Mm-hmm. And we just stuck it in the middle of the room. John's playing drums. I'm playing acoustic guitar. And you're singing. Yeah. And listen out for two things. I'm going to give you two, two listening notes for this song. First mm-hmm. of all is perhaps the most unpleasant sound Steve has ever made with his guitar ever at the start. Yes. And I say the word here or sing the word here with at least four different pronunciations in, in yes. I think, is it the, one of the verses anyway? I think it's the first yeah. verse. Yeah. Let's, Let's count, count them. them together. Let's count them all Let's together. Count. Sometimes it seems to run all time. 
say one thing john's playing the drums on that and i think i think his drumming's really really good on it because we hadn't really written the song when we started recording it it's got that weird little skippy bit where it kind of goes out of time during the verses and i know for a fact that we hadn't practiced an ending and um you know we we were playing together a lot in various Mm. different guises but I think you can kind of tell that yeah, yeah. we sort of knew what each other were, was yeah. going to do. And the I think drums have got the right feel for the song, haven't they? It's really, really nice. Good. Yeah, we're really all nice. We're all listening to the same sort of music, obviously. Um, yeah. I quite like the sort of slide guitar sound, but it could have done with being a bit louder. I wanted to hear that. I wanted yeah. to hear that slide guitar a bit louder. You know, it's really yeah. quiet on that. Um, it's not actually a slide. What? <laughs> what? Did you did you did you buy a pedal steel? I did not have a slide or a pedal steel. When I was at university, and probably a little bit before I was at university, I was really kind of obsessed with Daniel Clow's eight ball comic. And it's brilliant. Well, I mean, it's a great comic, a bit obscure. People who don't know Daniel Clow's, he's done a lot of things. He also wrote the original version of Ghost World, which is a great, great film yeah um yeah. an early scholar johansson role and just a great great film and as i say i was obsessed with eight ball and some friends of mine at university stole an eight ball from mm. somewhere i'm not even going to say where mm. it's from but apologies to anybody who was in sheffield in the in the early to mid 90s and they wanted to play a game of pool and they put the money in and the, the balls all came out without an eight ball because I've still oh got my it. Oh, God, Steve. And that's what I know, I know, I know. But I, I used it to play slide on oh, that track. Okay. Which is, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Is it easy to play slide with an, a ball or is it easier to play? It's easier to play slide with a, an actual slide, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> but you obviously. didn't have a slide. Obviously, but yeah. I didn't have one, but uh, okay. yes. I've actually got a copy of eight ball in my hand. That's weird. I didn't even know you were going to. You were going to talk about eight ball, but I've just picked one up off the desk next to me. I have uh, eight ball number nineteen, which is about which is a story David Boring, which is which oh is good, really yeah, good. it's a really good one. 
Yeah, he's not done anything for a long time, but he's got a he's got a long form graphic novel coming. I think it's, it's just, just come, come out. out. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it. Anyway, yeah, Excellent. so yeah, good. It's a good anyway. song. Uh, I think, yeah, sort of. I don't know. I, I I think I need I need some saxophone on it. I need <sighs> I need the uh, I need to hear. I don't know. It's maybe it's a Sunday morning thing. I just need a bit of bla- a blast of Ethel the Frog just to sort of wake me up. Okay. There you go. That's better. All right. So <laughs> we were very, very, well, I certainly was very much listening to Uncle Tupelo a lot at this time. And that's, I was listening to a lot of Neil Young. And that's patently mm. obvious with that yeah. kind of thing. I think when we recorded this before, you were basically saying that you didn't really like Uncle Tupelo. Weirdly, I didn't really like Uncle Tupelo that much when you first got into them. I couldn't really see the appeal. Mm. And I think most people start off not liking country music. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we got into it. Oh, yeah. Well, we got into it through listening to it. There was a compilation tape that either Dick or Jock had. And I, don't, I think it came from the old mm. school, and it had a mix of country songs, the ridiculous country mm. songs, and music from The Magnificent mm. Seven. And we used to listen to it when we were hanging out, yeah. and we thought it was hilarious. And it had um, oh, Surfing Bird oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not a country and song. And we just thought, well, <laughs> no, but that was oh, on the mix, and we just thought it was yeah. hilarious. And then... I think when you were working at the American oh, that, Adventure. Yeah. The, the, that whole kind of American Adventure thing, that kind of, the whole idea of like people singing in the country type accent, it just reaffirmed the cheesiness of it all really. Yeah. Um, and you brought home some some tapes from there though, like um, like a Hank Williams compilation. Yeah, yeah. And we started listening to that, yeah. sort of just thinking it was a joke. And then it kind of, Got into our brains uh, a little now, bit. I mean, I love obviously I love uh, Hank Williams now, you know, and I love mm. I, I, I love a lot of of that kind of music, I guess. But yeah, Uncle Tupelo mm. didn't like him much. You kind of mm. turned me on to that, really. I slowly kind of just li- over, listening yeah. to it through your bedroom door over and over. <laughs> I sort of started getting into yeah. it, really. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I quite like the lyrics in the song. I suppose like listening to it again, I sort of quite like the sentiment which is kind mm. of about you know losing touch with friends and stuff and the idea of everyone spinning off in different directions which which is a feeling I remember having you know you sort of mm. you, you kind of think your friendships are going to stay forever and then you know people end up going doing different things and it's you know it's it is quite a sad feeling but then you know it's what's quite nice about doing this podcast is that people you know, you get in touch with people that we did used to know again. So I find mm. it quite an apt song to listen to in a way. Yeah. People are spinning back. Yes. Yeah, which is nice. It's good to keep in touch with people because, you know, you've got shared history and stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. That's one of my favorite things about doing this whole podcast yeah. thing is, you know, just getting random messages from people who are just going, nice yeah. to hear you. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's lovely. You know, yeah. Free, freedom. Sometimes freedom is very lonely. Oh, at times it seems like there's no ties yeah, at all. Exactly. Oh God, stop it! Oh look, look, lyrics out of context. So just bad. oh, just it's awful. So bad. 
Yeah. When I was at university, they did a they did a course when I was doing the English part of my degree. Yeah. There was a module on but the lyrics of Bob yeah. Dylan, and I thought, why, why? I mean, everyone goes on about a great lyricist. He's a great lyricist when you put it to music. Yeah. I just think you can't divorce the two. No, you can't. You can't. Okay. And, and particularly not songs that we've written ourselves. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. It's like um, it's mm. it's not poetry. No. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, what do you mean? <laughs> speaking of which, I'm not going to read his poem. No, 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 no but, you know, we're, my theory about the next song oh, we're going yeah. to talk about, which is called, called well, I, I think it's quite clear from the title, it's called No Lizard yeah. King. What's your theory? <laughs> well, am I right in thinking it is inspired by Oliver Stone's dreadful Doors film? Mm, possibly a bit. I I think there's something in it because you know we're talking about bad poetry. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying that this is Jim Morrison's fault, but I think certainly the way that he is portrayed in that film, yeah. it kind of gives a license to men of a certain age to pretend to be sensitive mm. and wang on about how sensitive they yeah. are and read their poetry at women. Yeah. In order to get them to go to bed with them, yeah. So you think, well, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I think that isn't that's an archetype, right? And I think this this song is kind of about that. I think, yeah, yeah. There's a brilliant bit in the Barbie film <laughs> where the, oh, it's the point when the Barbies are trying to get the Kens to kind of give up the control of Barbie right. Land, and they trick the Kens to play guitar at them for four hours while staring <laughs> yeah, into their eyes. That's such a good bit. That's such a... It's a brilliant station, yeah, right? It's, it's exa- and that is exactly... That's exactly the kind of person that this song is about, definitely. I don't think I don't think the song was especially inspired by the movie, though the movie did have a, quite a strong effect on me when I first watched it. I remember seeing it at the cinema. Yeah. Um, but... And I think if you've not seen it, it's worth watching. Yeah, just because of the ridiculous performance of Val Kilmer, I suppose. But but this song, uh, my thoughts on this song are, well, f- certainly musically, I've got this in in the brackets. Steve indulges the hippie, uh, <laughs> kind of musically. I feel that you are kind of indulging that side of me, really, with this music. Ah, yes. And we'll talk about the music a bit more in a minute when we've listened to it. But I think the the, the lyrics are. Possibly a, a story about Jim Morrison himself, who falls asleep yeah. in a bath, and then many years later wakes up and gets up to his old tricks, or it's about a man who thinks he's Jim Morrison who fell asleep in a bath and has now woken mm. up. Either or. Let's listen.
love that bit. Mum walks out. <laughs> I really like that. Oh, yeah. recording. Uh, hi, Mum. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Steve goes for a wild rhythm guitar ride on that one, I think. Uh, there's, some, yeah. there's some serious. There's, it, there's a bit in it where you, where this where we kind of go, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and it's like like Steve's Steve's guitar is like a crazy wild horse, and he's kind of going whoa. And uh, some good. I really like. I really like the guitar playing on that. I think it's a lesson in how a really excellent rhythm guitar track can compensate for a potentially quite annoying lead track, or can it? No, I thought. Look, I like the fact that it's me and you because you're playing the electric bit. Yeah. You know, I, I was very, very protective <laughs> about my role as the guitarist yeah. on these yeah. recordings. So I'm not saying that I let you play lead guitar. But you kind of did. You kind of did. I was indulging you in yeah, that way yeah. as well. And it was kind of a, it was a sort of a bit of a, a jam. I was listening to it very carefully then because I was trying to figure out who was doing what with the drums. Yeah. I'm doing the snare yeah. and the cymbal. Yeah. You're playing the, the floor tom for the bass drum part. Oh. And probably you're clicking your fingers at the yeah, start. Yeah. And you're also probably got a maraca or something. Yeah. Such a weird drum setup, but I think it's because I was using brushes on the snare. We didn't want it to be too it's heavy. Pretty loosey goosey, but it, it, it oh, sort just of works bit, yeah. right. There's no click track whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of it, it's kind of the hippieish, um, more hippieish side yeah. of of our oeuvre. Oeuvre. Yeah. But there's also a thing where. Because a lot of the time I would record the music on my own and then kind of present it to you. The songs were fairly short, mm. not to say compact, you know what I mean? There was there was not a huge amount of space for kind of stretching mm. out. And I think at certain points when we were recording these songs, we thought, okay, well, let's just record a long song. Yeah. You know, we did that a yeah. couple of times. Yeah, that was definitely one of those occasions where yeah, it's nice to have a bit of room just to sort of mess around. I think. Mm, yeah. This time listening to it, I quite liked that it was all a dream ending. The bit, the bit, oh, it's the bit it was all a dream ending, and it made me and it set me thinking. Do you know the whole? It was all a dream ending. That yeah. I think that started with Dallas. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like, do you remember Dallas, right? It was, yeah, and Patrick Duffy in the yeah, shower. It was basically Succession, yeah. right? It was a program about rich people yeah. being miserable, right? Mm-hmm. But in a 1980s style, and and yeah. and it was a whole series, and it was like, and then at the end of the series, loads of like improbable things happened, and then in the end of the series, it was like it was all. It turned out it was all a dream. That entire series was it just to bring back Patrick yeah, Duffy? That was something. I don't. I don't actually remember watching Dallas that much, but we didn't no. watch it. No. The whole, it was all a dream thing. We talk about it a lot with my daughter about homework because <laughs> yeah. during lockdown, they did something where her class were on like a Zoom mm. call 
and they were each doing a line from the story and the kid who had the last line and we were in the background going don't say and then i woke up and it was all a dream <laughs> yeah. and he did he dropped it he dropped that line yeah. and i remember when i was at school we had something where we each wrote a story and our english teacher said that somebody had used the line which has passed into folklore and then i woke up and it was all a dream and i was dead <laughs> Which is, which is a brilliant ending. That is pretty good, actually. I think yeah. I might, I might use that again. I like, and I, I was, was dead. dead. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I like that. That uh, that makes me want to write another song. Let's yeah. do it. Let's write another song. <laughs> which is a dream. a dream at the ending. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. So that was no lizard king. Yes. I mean, do you know the high mom bit? Right. Yeah. I think it's it's funny that it is an actual event in the recording. Yes. Where, where our mother actually walked in the room to bring, bring in yeah. a cup of tea, possibly, or to you know bring in some pants or something. You know that she'd wash. <laughs> right. You know, like a mother. But it, it, oh, you could listen to it and go, it's just like you know, it's like that kind of like hi, mum, kind of like it's like someone showboating. I think for. A- for a while, listening to this song, I was a bit like, oh, I wish I'd not done that. But I quite like it now because it is an actual thing that yeah, happened. It was, we were recording the guitar bits. And we left it in. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, mum walked yeah. in. And we went, hi. And then she walked out again. Rather than saying, what the bloody hell are you doing? Or, yeah. or turn it down or whatever and stop making so much noise. Or, yeah. You know, I, I, I quite like it now because it actually yeah, happened. It's those mm. kind of events that you don't know. It's like it's part of part of the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like a record of the time. Anyway, mm. which song out of those two, head to head, are we going to put on the mixtape? And you know, I think it's not a, such a straightforward choice this week because I do quite like both of them. Me too. And they're both got really good things about them. So it's quite a, mm. it's quite a wrench if one of them doesn't go in, because I really like John's drumming on Earth, like you say, and yeah. I, and I quite like the eight ball story. <laughs> you're, you're not as morally pure as you make out. I didn't steal I it. You're using stolen goods. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Theft and by then, finding. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like I like the fact that we did a bit of a hippie-ish song, and uh, yeah. So anyway, boy, tell me your thoughts. What do you think? I was convinced it was going to be No Lizard King when we put these songs in. But again, we're listening. It's Sunday morning. It's quite a nice day out there. Sorry, that was a that was a noise of frustration because I can't. <laughs> Do it again. There you go. Thank you. Apologies. This is for the ASMR fans out there. I think... I think I, I, I'm going to go Earth against everything that I was thinking coming into this recording. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, I, I, we're going to. It's going to be one of those situations where we disagree because I, I, I was kind. Of, I think it's close, but I really, I really like No Lizard King. So, mm. I think lyrically, uh, No Lizard King's better. And I was listening to it, and I was thinking it's a couple of years after doing those first recordings and you've completely got rid of the American yeah. accent. So you actually sound like yourself. 
and I quite like I, the fact yeah. that we we recorded those guitar bits at the same time. So you're on headphones, yeah. and it was just like distortion straight into the it's, four track. Yeah. And I'm and it's a good representation of both of our guitar styles. Let's face it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go. No, right, Lizard King. Because that was that, my gut feeling going into this was going to be that song yeah. anyway. So well, there you go. I don't feel bad about go. that. There you go. Let's, let's Thank do you. it. So No Lizard King goes on the mixtape. Yes. Go! Right, new section. Or is it? Hooray. Or is it a new section? Oh. Uh, regular listener, first time caller, Brian Price from Glasgow, has written in to request <laughs> a return of the ween section. Oh, yeah. good. Now, this is the, the, the section where you wanted to find the song that was recorded by somebody else that sounds like it could be Ween. Yeah. That, That's right, yeah, isn't it? Sort of one, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Ween records songs that sound like lots of different people, so you could effectively go <laughs> any song, and you go, oh, that sounds like Ween. Yeah, yeah. But it's got to have some kind of like stoned yeah, sensibility. Have you thought of one? I know, I, you're explaining it, but have you thought of one yet? Well, there no, you go. Well, I've got one. Your, this is your thing. Oh, good. Yeah. This is no, your yeah. thing. I have well, no Brian Price from Glasgow likes it. He's written it on a piece, this piece of paper, this letter I've got from him. It says, in childish scrawl, can we have the wean section back? So here we go. This is a song that should have been written by Ween but was not written by Ween, but was written by somebody else. And actually, I'm hard-pressed to choose because I've been listening to the collected work of Dean Friedman. And oh, my word. Oh, my word. There are so many songs in there that could have been recorded by Ween. First port of call is the album Rumpled Romeo which I think was 1981, possibly. I'll check. Rumpled Romeo. Or, or, it is 1981. Yeah. I'll, I'll call yeah, it Rumpled, now. Yes. And um, Rumpled Romeo or Wumpled Romeo. <laughs> if you, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh, my and, God. Go um, the, the, the first track that stands out as possible ween material is... I'm like, can I just, can I just, I'm looking at the track list here. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> don't mention any. McDonald's Girl. Mc, Mc, That's the one that immediately McDonald's jumps out. McDonald's Girl is, it's pretty good. It's, um, Dean is obviously having slightly stalkerish feelings about a young oh, girl God. who's serving him at McDonald's. Um, there are some quite cringy lines in there. There's one about them both being virgins. So, um, yeah, so there's that McDonald's girl definitely got that kind of ick factor that, uh, that some ween tracks have. Um, Yeah. There's another one I can see. I can see there's, there's another track, which I'm, which I'm unnerved by. That was called Buy My Baby a Car. Yeah, that one's all right. That, the, the other one that you really need to listen to off this album is Special Effects and Special Effects you need to listen to it with your headphones on because it's got some very literal synth playing, uh, which oh, are meant to uh, recreate, you know, special effects, right? Uh, yes. So you need to you need to have your headphones on for this and get the stereo effect. And there's some quite quite extraordinary sounds on there. 
as Dean sings mm. a, a nice song which uses the metaphor of special effects uh, about some sort of aspect of his relationship. Both those songs, astounding in every way. Um, I, I do quite love Dean, actually. I've, I've been getting into Dean a lot. I, I remember when I used to work in a record shop a long time ago, I had a friend called Gareth who worked there, and he and, he, oh, and yeah, Gareth yeah. loved Dean Friedman and used to play Dean Friedman at least once every day, and I kind of hated him for it because Dean Friedman really used to get on my freaking nerves. But now, weirdly, Gareth, I'm, I'm strangely... Strangely getting into it. I'm looking at the lyrics for special yeah. effects. And it's just like a bloke who's been to the cinema and he's really impressed by the sound. <laughs> yeah. Special effects. Oh, they take my yeah. breath away. I can't tell night from day with your special Well, you're going to have a lovely time listening to that one. And then one, oh, one more final song by Dean, uh, which is one of his more well-known tracks, Rocking Chair. Oh, Rocking chair, one, I remember. Yeah, yeah. In which Dean has a full-on psychotic attack as he believes that his possessions are talking to him, right? Yes. Possibly brought on by cocaine misuse, I imagine. Uh, yes. But yeah, absolutely uh, astounding stuff. And who, well, so, well said the rocking yeah. chair. So throw away your Ween albums and just listen to Dean Friedman. That's what I'm going to say. Let's go back to the yeah, source. Let's go back to the source. Now, like, I mean, back in the day, we did have a blog where we shared MP3. I mean, that dates us. We had an MP3 blog where where we put up audio files and just talked yeah. about them. And I remember you putting a couple of Dean Friedman songs mm. on there, and Rocking Chair was yeah. one of them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good one. Right. It's been a while since I've seen such dark despair. Who told you life was fair? Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's the end well, of my section. Well, that, I, I very much enjoyed that section returning. Um, I I do think the very fact that we sound like lots of different things horribly makes me think this, this section could run and run. Well, we'll see. We'll see if Brian wants it back. See if he would send us any more. Any more letters. What did you call it? Childlike scroll. Yeah, got a letter. Yeah. So any more letters, please, you know, send me more letters. Any more requests. Fabulous. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends or anybody who, I mean, you know, if you don't enjoy it, share it with people that you don't like. But also, if you are listening on a platform that enables you to leave reviews, please leave us a review. It does help the podcast get more visible and helps us to reach more listeners. See you next time. 